Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the finale of season 1 of the Zero Days podcast. The show where we teach you how to survive in any accident and emergency. The only place where you will find four people who think starting a podcast was a good idea despite the burnout. As always, I'm Imtiaz Asif, your host, and today we are joined yet again by Fadi and Saga, hence completing the circle. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey guys, how are you? This is the fourth time on this show. Fadi for the fourth time. <laughs> yep. And here I am, back again. Obviously, he'll want to gloat his four times so when I'm just here for two. I don't know why this has been done for me. MT, I need yeah, some I, answers. I think it's unfair, man. I've been on all of them. I'm being tanned in Majors B. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to the show, guys. All right. So, before we get the show on the road, quick disclaimers again. Fadi, you're up first. Firstly, our scenarios are entirely made up and bear no resemblance to anyone. Any resemblance to anyone is merely a coincidence. Secondly, this is a made-up scenario and how a person managing a case would go about it. As per nice guidelines and the guidelines that we usually follow at work. Please do consider going over your own local and national guidelines and discuss with a senior doctor to get their advice before proceeding. And lastly, this is aimed at uh, medical professionals at the FY2 level and while it is educational, it should be taken as advice only. All right. So, with that out of the way, it is time for the ED legendary dad joke of the day. And this not come back for season 2. <laughs> We're going to keep it for season 2. No. <laughs> okay. So, a gastroenterologist walks into a bar. The bartender says, "I'd offer you a booth, but I assume you want a stool." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, that one was actually a good one. <laughs> that that was good. Yeah. yeah that's, that's all right. Okay. Now, Today let's start with well uh, me taking the blue call. So I'm going to hand over the reins to Fadi. That's the first bad idea you've had. All right. So uh MT's going to take the blue call and Saga's going to assist him I'm assuming. Uh MT whenever you're ready. Let's get the show on the road. So this is the emergency ambulance service with a priority call for you. We've got 57 year old male, query upper GI bleed. heart rate of 121 bp of 101 over 58 slightly hypotensive spo2 of 97% respirate of 25 and the eta is 10 minutes so the patient is being brought into resus let's head over to sagar to find out what to look out for in this patient while he's being transferred so when the patient is being transferred to the resus trolley there are two key things to look out for look at the patient's face for pallor Pala gives you an understanding about the amount of shock or the blood loss patient might have suffered and look at the patient's eyes for signs of jaundice this gives you an idea if the patient has chronic liver conditions or any pre-existing uh, alcohol liver conditions as well All right empty it's time for the history Yeah let's go for it 57 year old man Mr G is coming in today with two episodes of vomiting fresh blood Mr G is a known alcohol abuser regularly drinks 6 to 8 cans of beer or cider He has had some alcohol yesterday night saying he had a party with some friends where he binge drank a bottle of whiskey. Woke up uh woke up in the morning nausea vomiting about 250 ml of fresh blood. Patient immediately called 999 where the emergency services arrived shifted it to the ambulance he had a second vomit. Again fresh red blood no clots. Um the ambulance service decided to blue call him to A&E. Patient has previous medical history of repeated UTI and hypertension for which is he on medication he's not known to be allergic to anything. Right MT. What would you like to do now? So given that the patient has got like 
quite an extensive history. Let's summarize it down. So this is a 57-year-old man, Mr. G, uh, with a background of repeated UTIs and hypertension, known alcohol abuser, usually drinks six to eight cans of beer or cider, uh, attended a party, had a bottle of whiskey. Now he's having vomiting of fresh red blood. Um, right, so the next thing that I'd like to do uh, basically would be to ask Saga to get at least two large bowlines into my patient while I quickly do a full ATE assessment. All right, let's do the ATE. Airway. All right, so on assessing the airway, it is patent and the patient is talking to us in full sentences. Breathing? Right, so uh, in breathing, bilateral air entry is equal and present. There's no adventitious sounds heard on auscultation. Circulation. So the patient has cold extremities with a heart rate of 121 per minute and a blood pressure of 101 over 58. Disability? So GCS initially is uh, split, uh, 15 out of 15 split as E4V5M6. Pupils are equal and reactive to light. And your exposure? Uh, the patient is not at risk for hypothermia at the moment. And what about your secondary survey? So I would go on to do a full secondary survey. Um, while most of the systems work completely normal, doing a GIT examination revi reveals a mildly tender epigastric region. Um, I would also consider doing a PR examination to just check for any melina, but otherwise the patient is within normal limits while examining him. Okay, so now the lines are in. Saga has managed to help you. What's your next step? So. Considering the lines are in, the first thing I would do is send off the bloods. Um, initially, let's start off with getting the usual blood. So an FBC, UNE, liver and bone, considering uh, this is a person who actually, you know, has quite a lot of alcohol. Um, an amylase, a coag screen because he's bleeding right now, a VBG, and of course, a group and safe. Because it's always, like we mentioned in the earlier episode, a group and save now is probably the best thing to do in case the patient deteriorates further on. And the coag um, screen. And the coag screen as well, yes. Um, I would also start some management for the patient by giving him some fluids just to get his blood pressure up. Um, I would give him some pantoprazole and some ondansetron um, just to sort of settle the... Um, you know, vomiting and his abdominal pain and prevent him from aspirating anything later down the line. What about the Pabrinex? Oh. Yes, yes, Rosa, the Pabrinex too. Yes. Definitely two pairs of Pabrinex mm -hmm. just because he's an alcoholic, he can have vitamin B deficiencies and of course could lead to problems later on. Okay, what about TXA? What do you think? So, I know it's like quite widely used to stop bleeds you know, in various emergencies, mm -hmm. but um, according to the new guidelines, we do not give TXA anymore in a GI bleed. Um, now, thinking about the other sort of things that control the bleed, that's terlipressin or octreotide, you would only consider giving them if it was a confirmed variceal bleed or if a patient was bleeding quite extensively in front of you. Um, another thing to consider here would be antibiotics. So, cautiously, if the patient spikes temperature, if you think there's an aspiration happening, then I would probably consider antibiotics. Okay, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. All right, so Saga's back. He's got our VBG for us. Uh, HB's on the gas, it's 120, lactate's 3.1. How would you move on? So the next step would be to get a chest X-ray, just to rule out the possibility of any aspiration. 
Um, we can continue to keep the patient in recess, being constantly monitored so that if he deteriorates, we can act quickly. We can also send off a cross match so that if he needs bloods later, you have bloods that are matched specifically for him and you can just start transfusing him straight away. Okay. And the gastro team? Yeah. So the gastro team, it's always better to involve them earlier than later, considering that this patient will require an endoscopy somewhere down the line. Um, so I, I would just, you know, bleed them and let them know that we have someone with an upper GI bleed in recess. Okay. Now, formal bloods are back. Patient's stable. HB is 110. Urea is 9. Sagar, yeah. what scores are you going to consider for us now? So before the score, let me make, uh, take a moment to point out one thing. Uh, when the blood tests are back, always look out for two things, the hemoglobin and the urea. The hemoglobin usually drops in an upper GI bleed for obvious reasons and the urea increases because the blood in the GI tract gets digested into proteins that end up raising the urea. Now the scoring system we usually use in these situations is the Glasgow Blatchford score. It is dead easy to use uh, with a score of 1 or higher needing medical attention or surgical intervention. Okay. MT? Right. So. I think it's time to refer to the medics and by the medics here, I mean gastro slash medics. Um, and I think that brings us to the end of season one. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for working with me. And let's start off with the individual thank yous. If you know, let's let's start out with Fadi. Thanks, Imti. It's been, uh, to be honest, I, we started off pretty rough. We had a lot of different kind of drafts. Uh, but I'm happy with the progress we've made. We've yeah. definitely moved along quite happily. I know we'll be all moving away soon to start our new jobs in other places, but I'm glad we've done this and I'm looking forward to season two. Yep. Uh, let's move on to Saga. Uh, once again, thanks, MT, for including me in your project. Um, I've seen you work very hard for it, um, and we all are very proud for you and uh, for you to float this up. Um, yeah, I'm very happy. I think it's very educational. Hopefully, if people like it, we can go for season two. No, we are definitely going for season yeah. two. And I think that's the first time I've ever heard Saga say he's proud of me. He's actually yes. brought, it, brought, brought a small tear to my eye. So cute, so moving. <laughs> right. And, la and lastly, but not the least, we move on to Rosa. Rosa, any closing comments for season one? Well, I must say, guys, it's been quite a ride. Thanks, Imti. Thanks, Sagar. Thanks, Fadi, for the fun and the teamship. The camaraderie. Yes, the camaraderie and the bravado. Oh, it was a Two years now, right? Yeah, it's been it's been two years two since years you know all of us started hanging out. Yeah. And, I'm and always, always remember, I'm a woman. Um, <laughs> First of all. First of all. First of all. I am. Uh, of woman. No, no, you're right. <laughs> so Rosa actually has a T-shirt stating that. <laughs> Fadi has a T-shirt too, but we are not. It is to a talk long story. It. Very long story. <laughs> right. So, as we wrap up, the uh, last people I want to thank is you, the audience. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for being there. Awesome. Thanks for listening. And if this helps anyone, then hey, I guess we've done something really good. And if you please uh, like our content, please yeah, please follow show us, us some like love. Us, um, share us with people that you know probably need the help. You know the first time JCFs and FY2s in a &E. 
Um, right, so bringing us to the close of season one, it has been a wild ride. I'm glad I did this ride with the three of you, my closest friends, people who have actually worked with oh. at different capacities, six months each, I think, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. six months each with each of you. Right, now, a closest big... friends of yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're disowning Saga, we're not bringing him back for season two. <laughs> That's a joke. He has nowhere else to go, man. <laughs> I was in two episodes only, so... Dude, I'll, I'll give you more... Uh, I used to take all the blue calls, time. you know... Dude, I was time. also <laughs> only in two episodes. Okay, yeah. hey, we will allot time accordingly in the second season. I'd like some time off, please. Yeah, let, let's give Fali some time off. So, before I quit, first of all... Wait, what? Before Sorry, before we close <laughs> the season one. Um, Is this subliminal time. messaging? <laughs> Um, a big thank you to everyone out there who have listened to us, who have kept us going. We hope to bring you more content and more cases soon with more discussions, more varieties, a couple of interviews as well to keep you entertained while we figure out how to survive in A&E. But for now, um, it's time for some very special thank yous. Number one, a big shout out to uh, David, who has been a rock in the formative stages of this podcast. He has supported us quite quite a lot through this podcast. Um, we would also like to thank the entire team that we work with from the various FY2s, the JCFs that inspired this podcast to the multiple registrars who we, you know, kind of beta tested this on and they gave us feedback for it. Some of which was pretty hilarious, actually. Um, consultants, HCAs, nurses, porters, other staff members, both in uk and abroad wherever we come from um that have supported us throughout we are forever in your debt and this podcast is dedicated to every last healthcare hero that has worked literally tirelessly throughout this COVID pandemic saving countless people and inspiring countless more um and lastly i wouldn't be able to do this without you guys so thank you the first time i said let's do a podcast the sheer shock value that was in some of your faces going like why <laughs> but we, we actually made it guys season one is out now are you guys um, getting paid <laughs> you guys getting no paid? no one <laughs> gets <laughs> paid <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh no <laughs> okay so we will return soon with many more surprises and announcements along the way uh, please do check our instagram feed to keep updated on our developments and escapades while we work on the next bit of content but for now, it's time to say goodbye. As always, if you're on the way to a shift, have a good shift. If you're on your way back from a shift, get a good night's sleep. And if you're on your zero day, enjoy your zero day. This has been the Zero Days Podcast, guys. Goodbye, take care, and Godspeed. See ya. Godspeed. Godspeed. Godspeed.